Welcome back to Unemployed with Anna Roisman. It's me, Unemployed Anna Roisman and Ellen Burke. What's up? Welcome back to your podcast, Anna. Welcome back. Welcome back to everybody who's listening. It's been a few, it's been a, a minute since we recorded. We took a couple, we took like a week or two off. Yeah, we do them in batches sometimes. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, but that's nice. Then we have more to catch up on, you know, more to yeah. more to chat about. I'm very excited for today's episode. It's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm how is you? How are guest. you? Yeah. How are you? How is your how is your employment going? How's your week? Yo, things are starting to pick up. I think I'm getting a bit busier and um, yeah, uh, producing content, you know? I love it. I had a funny story. So I'm doing a job tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. The crowd goes wild. Um, I'm very excited for it, actually. I'm excited for this shoot. It's something I like got to help write and develop and we get to shoot it tomorrow and then it's going to air and it's going to be like, wow, work. That's so exciting. And um, so I was I had to get a COVID test to work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And even though I and so i I was panicked because I got my first vaccine Thursday and I'm talking to my friend and I was like, yeah, I have to get a COVID test on and this weekend to do this gig. And she's like, you know, some people are, it's coming back positive if you've gotten a vaccine recently because you're like newly injected with like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. So I was like panicked. I'm like nervous going to like the urgent care near me to get my COVID test. And I like, I told them, I was like, is this true? Like I had a vaccine and, and they were like, they were like, some of them are coming back. And then I'm like sweating even more. I'm like, oh my God, watch me get the one like positive yeah, everyone here be and then I can't do this job I'm like excited for but it came back negative but I'm like waiting for it they yeah. like put you in a room or whatever and you know they do the swab it was a general swab I gotta say I'm like these people have perfected the covid test yeah it was never, like no longer goes all the way back to your brain Mm-mm. Yeah. It was like, it was like nice. It was almost like a little massage up there. I was like, okay, my sinuses just got like their, you know, got to second base or something. Like it was pretty, it was pretty smooth. Mm. And, uh, and I'm hearing like the doctor who delivers the results of the COVID test. I'm hearing her in the room, like next to me talking to some girl and she's like, so you're negative. Like, why did you need the test? And the girl's like, oh, we're going to Hawaii. And the doctor's like, Oh, that's amazing for, for just for fun. She's like, yeah, just for vacation, like just a little like time in Waikiki, I think is Waikiki a place. I, I don't know. And, uh, I've never been to Hawaii and <laughs> I was just like, and she's like, that's beautiful. She's like, I can't wait to put my toes in the sand. And I was just sitting there being like, wow, that's, that's nice. And, and then like 10 minutes later she comes in and she's like, she does the same thing. They're asking like, why do you need one? Because we're getting vaccinated now. I guess they're kind of like are you one of the people who's still carrying it? Like, are yeah. you sick? So she was like, okay, you're negative. And I was like, oh, thank God. And she's like, why, why are you getting tested today? You know, like this is her mm-hmm. question. And I was like, oh, I have to, I had, it was required for a, for a job I have to do. And she mm-hmm. was like, oh, and I was like, it's not Hawaii. Um, I was, <laughs> I was excited about the job until I heard some girl going to Hawaii and I was like, fuck, I, you're always like put down a level. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like keep me humble. Yeah. She's like, oh, an event? And I'm like, no, it's not an event. I was like, it's a shoot. I feel like she just really wanted, like, she just wanted those details. It's yeah, like or she was just like, bored and she wants to know what people are up to. She was like, this girl looks too, like, 
I was in like, I don't know, I wore like a leopard coat. You know, I like I was in a lot of patterns and colors. Maybe she was like, let me humble this bitch. Like, (laughs) why do you need yours? I have to work. (laughs) I have to pay my rent. Got it. Uh, The shoot that I'm producing that's coming up this week, um, we're getting this like van to come to the studio and everyone's going to get tested. There. Oh, nice. That was like the last shoot I did. They had like two people like doing everyone in this like area. And yeah. then we like once you were cleared, you could like go in and work. I think it's, that's really it's really convenient and cool. That's nice. Yeah. That I mean, like this is a little sketch, I think, because I hope the other people got tested like I did. Like it, I had to sign a form saying I am, you know, like, OK. Oh, they but didn't even ask for you to like email the results or something. I don't know. I asked the producer and they were like, let me check or something. I don't know. I mean, I have the results, so well, I'm covered. I did my I did what my pre job. Yeah stuff and you told the whole story on a podcast so you know it's official Mm -hmm. it's obviously that makes it fully official right are you gonna laminate your card by the way i I saw you tweet that and i knew i what it was i was like ellen's staring at her vaccine card and being like when i I got the card the guy who gave me the shot was like now you're gonna want to get this laminated because it's just paper and it's gonna get all ripped up in your wallet or whatever and I was like yes you're right I didn't like put it together my mom was like you're gonna need that like if you travel if you go certain places they're gonna require you to like show your ID like I'm vaccinated yeah I mean that's not official yet but there's been so much talk about vaccine passports or whatever so yeah wild assuming it's gonna need it (laughs) So if you got I'm a so excited. machine, let me know. Okay, I will. Or if I find one, I'll, I'll hook you up. Um, I'm so excited for our guest today. He is a very, very funny stand-up comedian, and he's kind of a co-worker of mine. Uh, mm-hmm. You've seen him on Comedy Central. He's been on Fallon. He performs all over the place, uh, and he does a lot of podcasts. Go, go listen to him, but listen to this one first. We've got Monroe Martin with us today. Hey. What's going on? What's, What's up, a- Anna? How ha- are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm chilling. I'm good. This I'm is happy. nice. I you sh- I used to see you every single week. We'd sit there at BuzzFeed in the waiting room. Eat snacks. <laughs> I would just go to BuzzFeed for the snacks. <laughs> I know. They always have good snacks. <laughs> I was there the last day before the pandemic. When like people weren't going in, I like mm-hmm. was scheduled. I don't know if you were there. And I like... Josh was like, they're going to close the office because of this like virus thing. Like, if you want to come and grab some stuff, I took like tons of bags of Doritos and like seltzer. No, he let you come and snatch and grab. I didn't get invited (laughs) for a snatch and grab. I was like, can I take fruit? There was like fruit on a counter. He's like, yeah, no one's going to take it. No one's coming back for like at least two weeks. I'm like, "Mm -hmm, two weeks. Got it. Two weeks. Mm -hmm. Two weeks turned into a year and a half. So fucking oh crazy. That was Damn. fun, though, when we used to go in and, like, record those little voiceover things. Oh, yeah. No, this is fun. That's cute. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Now they changed it, and now it's just us. Like, we're not playing characters anymore. We're just, like, shitting on things. Yeah. Ellen, our That's show, fun. we used yeah. to have to, they'd, like, give us a news topic, and we'd be like, they'd write us a script. We'd be like, I yep. can't believe this guy got fired. <laughs> and it was like, what? Turns out he was a creep. <laughs> I thought it was, it was originally it was like, just you guys being yourselves. I had no idea no, it was a character. It was, it was like a, a character, <laughs> and then it was ourselves, 
And then it was like a, a hybrid. And then they were like, nah, fuck it. Just let them, they're comics. Let them be themselves. Just talk about oh a TikTok God. video and yeah. have a good day. Yep. <laughs> like, we but need I, structure. And then they were mm-hmm. like, we need less structure. And then less like, structure. Yeah. I think yeah. they work with Facebook, though. It's also like whatever gets the views, you know. They're like, yeah. we, we don't need another podcast, do we? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why we only talk about TikTok and Facebook videos. Because they're like the we, ones that get yeah. views. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes and sense. Their stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so how have you been? How is your quarantine? It's I haven't seen you in a year. I see you on Instagram, though. <laughs> I know you're there. Oh, I'm here. I'm alive. My quarantine has been, you want to know the entire quarantine? Whatever. Like how the whole experience has been? Ellen's okay, saying so yes. I'm yes. saying the highlights so we can get to his jobs. But yeah, yeah, sure. All right. Whatever so you the feel highlight, like. So the highlight was, the highlight was I broke my face. I what? know. I, that was, yeah, that's not a highlight. <laughs> it is a highlight because look at me. You look, you look great. Totally you look totally healed. I'm back. Yeah. Yeah, I broke it. I can't it. even it's tell been... there was anything going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I had to get an x-ray recently, and it reminded me. Yeah. And I was like, damn, like the eye socket, like this part and this part and this part were Broke? Uh, broken. So, yeah. How do you heal that? You look healed. You just let it heal on its own. Like, there were times where I was like, I'm stuck like this. No. You know what I mean? When yeah. you go, shit, I am stuck like this. My face is going to be weird forever. <laughs> and then it started going down, and then I stopped paying attention to it. And now I'm, and people reminded me, like, didn't you get in the accident? And I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, I did. Look at my face. It's back to normal. Oh, that's yeah. nice. I'm glad, you're, I'm glad you've healed. You Thank seem, you. You look yeah. good. How did it happen? You had an accident. Scooter accident, yeah. Oh, uh, no. I fell off a scooter. Not fell off, but my scooter broke, and I just went flying Ugh. back my face on um a guardrail like at the <gasps> bottom where Holy the cement shit. and the metal is. I went, Goop. That's yeah. scary. Was it like a rebel scooter? No, it's like a, a e-scooter. So it's like a kick e-scooter that goes like 25 miles per hour. Jesus. Yeah. But that's scary to even have to... 25 miles per hour standing up is fucking fast. Like, yeah. you really like, you think about it, you like, a car goes 25 miles per hour, you're like, man, this is slow as shit. Now take the roof off, take the seat bottle off, take everything that's protecting you away. You. <laughs> it's just you. That's why I see you've you've downgraded bicycles, right? Behind you. Oh, well, no, I see, I always have bicycles, but I was being greedy. I was like, no, I want those. I should have <laughs> stuck with the bikes. I fell off my bike maybe once, and I've had these bikes for seven years. Oh, my God. Man. But your wife took care of you, and you've took healed. Took care of me, and- nursed me back to health, all that shit. So, and you have man. a cat, right? We have a cat, and we have a dog. That's oh. another highlight. We ended up getting a, a puppy, an Australian Shepherd Mini. Oh. She's very beautiful, very hyperactive, because she's a, a herding dog. Uh-huh. And at first, I didn't know what the fuck that meant. I was like, oh, cool. She... <laughs> used to chasing sheep but then i seen it it was like oh no she needs a job she likes corralling shit like she chases oh. the cat she chases people <laughs> she just likes to chase people and try to get them to go where she thinks they should go and does she, she get along with off. the cat yeah she gets along with the cat she respects the cat because the cat smacks her oh wow <laughs> Yeah, if she's like out of control, the cat like stands in front of her and smacks her. No, no claw, <laughs> just like on the top of the head, like relax. And then go, oh, oh man, I love it. And I'm like, that's the way it should be. 
I love that. I maybe I'm making this up. I almost remember you being like, I wasn't a cat person, but my wife had wanted a cat, and then you're I like, the cat, cat was person. the greatest thing. The you cat. <laughs> I like the cat more than the dog. Wow. I like the cat more than the dog. That's a the cat is chill. Bold the, statement. <laughs> the cat is chill. The cat just wants to be fed and let you know when she wants to be pet. Like she's. She's chill. She's like, yo, I give you your space. You give me my space. It's like a good roommate. And then yeah. the dog is just needy and it feels more like a kid. Jo- dogs are like a full-time yeah, j- puppies, well, especially. Kid. I mean, my puppy, yeah. when I got him, it was like nonstop for six months. Like you yeah. can't. It's like weird. It's like, <laughs> yo, like you can never give me back the, you, can re- you can't reward me for the time I put into you. So <laughs> yeah. this is not worth it. Like, at least a kid can go off to school, make money, and buy you a car when they're successful. A dog is a dog. It's just going to grow into an old dog. And That's then it. you still got to take care of it. So. You can clean up their shit until they die. That's how it works. I don't like the dog, but I love it. And I said that to my wife. And she's like, but that's not fair. I'm like, I don't have to like the dog to take care of it at the best capacity. Like, the yeah. dog gets the best life, <laughs> even though I don't like the motherfucker. <laughs> that's how I say about my relationship now after a quarantine I'm like I don't like you but I love you <laughs> and that's more powerful I feel like that's more of a driver like yeah. if I love you I'm like I'm gonna do this because I, I want to but I don't fucking like you as a person yeah I got but I'm you. gonna take care uh, yeah that's why I'm looking at two bedroom apartments I told Ellen I was like and it has a, a two bathrooms you know I could have my own room and my own bathroom she's like you really want to get away from Jared <laughs> completely Yo, separate a, wait, you got a one bedroom or a two bedroom one, one bedroom, bedroom right now get a two bedroom it's the she's in the other room sleeping I'm loud yeah I can just be in this John just being loud right now I need it say nothing. I never thought I needed it until a pandemic and then you're like oh shit we need like space we need Y'all our need rooms space. you're grown ups mm-hmm he needs a place to masturbate. Okay. Exactly. Yes. I want to tweet that. I wonder if my boyfriend's masturbated once during this entire time we've lived together. Probably when you're gone. Absolutely. It's like yo, Wednesday nights when I'm at oh, HQ. Yo, it's like finally. And he don't pick up his phone. And you're like, what was you doing? Watching porn on it. That's what the fuck you're doing. And then you called him. You called him and interrupted his personal time. Oh, my God. It's scary that it's probably true. (laughs) Yo, understand that. So I want to take it back. We talked to people about jobs you had, jobs you lost. Uh, I wanted to know, I don't even know where you grew up. What was like the first, are you from New York? No, I'm fr- I got a Queens this is forever shirt because my wife was from Queens. And so oh. I bought you a shirt and I was like, cool. I, don't know if I, can- <laughs> I, I did see <laughs> that and I was like, I guess he's from Queens. Uh, yeah, no, why I'm else would anyone wear them. that shirt? Because their wife made them. Their wife gifted them the shirt and they just got to wear it. Uh, I'm originally from Philadelphia, aren't you? You're yes, from PA. Yes, I knew Philly. this. Yeah, I'm from yeah. Philly. All right, I'm from Philly as well. A lot is of your family there. there still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They stuck there. <laughs> <laughs> they stuck. Where in Philly? Um, I think my mom, I think she's probably in like West Philly and then my sisters are in like North and uh, what's that? Southwest. Oh, okay. I grew up yeah, like yeah, 10 minutes outside, but my parents live in Center City now, like downtown. Oh, they got that retirement money. They, they got like, no. They still work. <laughs> oh shit! Damn. <laughs> they told me they could never retire because they had three kids, and I was like, okay, that was your choice. So, 
Thank you for not feeling Sorry. guilty. Because I know kids that feel guilty. Like, my mom had to work. It's like, so? Yeah. Yeah. She chose to have you. You I didn't know. ask right. to be here. Yeah, for the amount of times my dad is like, yeah, if, if, if I didn't have three kids and if, if no one went to college, like... I could have a nice car. And I'm like, okay, then why yeah. did you do that? <laughs> if that's- it sounds like you make bad decisions. <laughs> yeah. That's it, Dad. Like, I'm like, because I don't want therapy. kids. I want a car. That's what I want. I want a two-bedroom apartment and I want a car. <laughs> Yo, I'm, see, I'm, I think my wife, like, we were talking today and she kind of was like, you know, we've been trying to have kids. And she was like, I'm comfortable not having kids. I started thinking about my life and I want to do shit and I want stuff. And we're actually looking at like cars and our friends mm-hmm. are getting condos and shit. And we're like, how you going to do that with a kid? Yeah. Especially yeah. after a quarantine, I feel like seeing people with kids and stuff. And now we're like, I want to travel. I want to get yeah. the fuck out of here. I want to go see places. And yeah. You see people on Zoom with their little kids. You're like, I'm sorry. That seems They're hard. About, like, shut up. Yeah. 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 All right. So Philadelphia. Were you, Philadelphia. How, what was like the first job you had there? My first, very, very first job was uh, I was a part of an after school program for foster kids. And I got a job working at Planned Parenthood where I was a peer educator. Wow. So I was teaching kids about the safety of protected sex. And I was a virgin. I didn't know shit I was gonna about say, sex. So you're a I was teenage like, ally to the. I, I was making that shit up. I was. I would guarantee I was making this up. Like we're supposed to like print out like uh, pamphlets and and learn different STDs and stuff like that and why it's important to wear protection or practice um, <laughs> just being celibate. And I was just I would just make shit up. Like, I would just like print out like other diseases and shit and like figure out how to link them back. Oh my god! And, and it was just for sex. anyone who came in to any plan- kid, any kid. Like this is how fucked up I feel <laughs> like the world is because the topic of sex is very important to teenagers, especially foster kids, because they are the most promiscuous because they don't have any supervision, they don't have people right. who care about them. So you got me giving them false information. <laughs> Like, hire somebody who's a professional right. who can really sit down one-on-one and, and like, help these kids avoid teenage Oh, my pregnancy. God. Yeah. But we just in there dicking around. Got not a teenager. <laughs> yeah, like, not a fucking teen. <laughs> and I was always a goofball, so I never took it serious. So I feel like people came to see me be goofy. Uh-huh. And then it was, like, me and it'll be a bunch of other kids. And you would have to, like, sit down with your packets and we would, like... <laughs> bring them in and give them worksheets and like if we had movies we would play movies like Philadelphia and shit like that and it's just like what are we doing of course Philadelphia yeah I I just imagine some kid is like no I know how sex works Monroe told me the aliens bring a child down from the earth you can fuck all you want you'll never have a baby or get an STD like (laughs) that's not how it happens wait so then you had sex and were you like oh I was was wrong after like after because it's like it's like a once in a year job you got to reapply and they got to re-interview you and like i was too goofy so i didn't even reapply but then i had sex that following year like when i was when i should have been reapplying and i was like i was lying like this shit is amazing like what the fuck was i talking about this is great Do you remember anything you would tell these kids? Were you like, it's I remember so showing bad. a picture of Pink Eye 
<laughs> pink eye, and there was this. Remember Blue Waffle? Was that no. around when y'all were younger? Blue it Waffle? Like, blue Waffle was like a disease that they said you can get. It's a rare STD that you can get <laughs> if you don't protect yourself. And it's like, it was supposed to be like a super version of like herpes and gonorrhea. And it was like super bumpy and it made it look blue somehow. So they called it Blue Waffle. Oh, <laughs> I heard about this yeah. recently. I thought it was a joke. I didn't know it was like a real thing that people... Yeah, no, that was something that was around. I thought it was was a special at IHOP. Let me get that blue waffle, please. (laughs) Gross. Yeah, look at this shit. Oh, you're showing it. He's showing it. Wow. I can't show it because now they're actually showing blue waffles, but they're not showing. They're showing reaction. They were like, blue waffle disease. Is it a real STD? But they're not showing. Weird. What it looks like. Yeah, but. So you like told some, people they'd get it. Yeah. Just lying. Just not fact checking and shit. And the internet was around. <laughs> Yahoo was the most popular search engine. AskJeeves.com. <laughs> yeah, I could have asked Jeeves, but I didn't. I just, I, I just took the news and the information I had and brought it to the kids. That's okay. I bet you brought them joy. You know, if you were funny, mm-hmm. they were yeah. like, I like that place. <laughs> Second job, McDonald's. Oh, Can no way. That? Yeah, second job, fucking McDonald's. You went from After teaching sex to McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> almost got some, um, you know those prison to like work release programs? Like you yeah. leave prison and you go straight to like a minimum wage job. So the McDonald's I worked at, they did that because it was a McDonald's in uh, Flower Town, like the suburbs of Philly. Yeah. Of Germantown area, Chestnut Hill area. Mm-hmm. And they had that program. And me and my friends used to steal food all the time. And they had, we fucking take that shit, throw nuggets in our apron, take uh, McGriddle cakes. Remember the McGriddles? McGriddles without the sandwich and you just take them and dunk them in some syrup are fucking amazing. Yeah, because they're pancakes, right? Aren't they? Yeah, they're just (laughs) pancakes. Pancakes with maple syrup injected into it. Yeah, they're good. I remember when they used to, I would always make sure if I was driving, if I had to go on a road trip, I'd be like, Mm -hmm. we have to be on the road before they stop serving breakfast before the all day breakfast, right? It was like, that's the beauty of getting the breakfast to McDonald's is like before 11. Yeah. So you worked there and- So we used to take the McGriddle cakes and we used to (laughs) eat those, throw them in our pockets, nuggets, throw them in our pockets, just throw shit in our pockets and eat it while we're working. And one of the guys who was a part of the program saw us doing this, and he was like, yo, y'all, y'all pay for that? And we're like, no, we didn't fucking pay for that. Like, why would we pay for it? We made it. And he's like, but you, they told me that you can't take food. Like, you got to use your employee discount. You only get two meals. It was like, we was like, fuck him. Like, don't listen to him. Yeah. Right? We said that. And he's like, all right, cool. So oh, no. he takes... <laughs> <laughs> he takes a fucking a McChicken patty and he takes it out of the thing because they keep him in these little hot plates and he takes a McChicken patty and he takes a bite of it and he throws it in his apron and as soon as this slots in his apron the manager goes excuse me let me talk to you for a minute oh no did you, did you pay for that because I seen that you ate something and just put it away like 
should I should I check the register? I just want to see what's your employee number. He was like, no, no, I didn't pay for it. I'm sorry. I just was hungry, and I thought maybe I could. He didn't snitch on us. Oh, oh. oh. he didn't. He kept it 100. He didn't fucking snitch. He was That's like, nice. oh yeah, my bad shit. And the oh. guy was like, no, it's fine. You know what? You can clock out and go home. And he fucking clocked out and he went home. And we was like, oh shit. And we ran in the back and hid. Oh my god! Did he, he get fired? He got fired. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> he took it for all of you, and then he got fired. Yo, we was like, oh shit, and we were too. Yo, we were scared. Like, like I'm the type of person that would step up, but my homie was like, no, 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 fuck. Like he was like, no, don't do that shit. Yeah. Was like, Wasn't your manager I, like, why are you hiding? Yo, <laughs> no, nah, he didn't care. We were like, we we. We act like we had to get something for the freezer, but we just <laughs> ran into the deep freezer. So yeah, then you were like throwing McFlurries in your, you're like, let's just drink a McFlurry while we're back here before we leave. Oh, we stole shit. We would like drink McFlurries. We would take little packets of M&Ms for the McFlurries because they came in little packets. Take those Jones, eat them. Um, we That's didn't funny. We didn't work at all. We egged our... <laughs> So McDonald's works weird. There's the regular crew members, then there's the shift, le- then there's the crew leader, then the shift leader, then the assistant manager, then the manager. Wow. So that's a hierarchy. Res- yeah. We didn't respect the shift leader or the uh, the crew leader. We didn't respect those motherfuckers at all. So we, whenever she used to go home, get ready to go home, we would like take eggs and like throw them at her car. You egged her car? We would just egg her car while she was heading home. We were fucking assholes. Oh, my God. We would egg her car. And one time, as she was pulling out, we took the egg and threw it. And she rolled down her window (gasps) to, like, curse us out, like, fuck y'all. And then as soon as the window rolled down, it hit her in the face. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. And you didn't get fired. (laughs) I quit. No, like I never <laughs> got fired. I wow. was the worst. I probably was the worst employee there. And you were I'm a teenager, worker, right? But yeah, but once I found out, I was ready. I came ready to work, right? All my friends who vouched for me to get the job, every time I went to McDonald's, they were working. Like they weren't fucking around. They weren't playing. So I yeah. was like, all right, I'm going to come in there and be serious. And then <laughs> once I got in there, I wasn't working with them. I was working with the other people and they were fucking goofballs. <laughs> Like they, <laughs> they nothing didn't got work. done. They didn't work at all, and I enjoyed them. I was like, "Oh, these dudes are cool as shit." So we used to put like saran wrap on the toilet seat and just do dumb shit. <laughs> Every day is April Fool's Day at this point. Every day was April show. Fool's Day. We used to make sandwich. Like if your friend came in there and your friend's like, "Yo, let me get like a, um a double a double cheeseburger." We will hook you up. We had cold, so we knew what the fuck a double cheeseburger was. I'm gonna put three pieces of meat on you, John. I'm also throw some fries in the bag. I'm nice. Gonna you some nu- I'm gonna put some nuggets on the bottom. <laughs> so if the manager does look in the back, he only sees the shit you pay for. Oh man. Man, we used to hook it up. I love that. You reminded me, though, of that guy who ate the chicken patty. I did this, like, summer. It was, like, classes in the summer, but we had to stay in these, like, dorms or whatever. And there was this Mm -hmm. one kid who wasn't, he wasn't cool. He didn't have that many friends. I don't think he ever tried drugs before. And all these people brought weed. And he was, like, to make friends, he's, like, I'll hold all the weed in my dorm room. Oh, wow. And then one night, like, the, like, person in charge of the dorms, like, went around and found this guy like went in this this nerd he was so sweet and they went in they were like you have 
tons of weed and they sent him home. <laughs> he got like, and he didn't tell, he didn't say at all, it's not mine. It's all these other kids. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he didn't snitch. <laughs> I was like, oh, that poor guy. We never like saw him again. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> wow. I would have definitely told, like, I don't get it. I don't yeah. get not snitching. <laughs> Especially when your when your job is on the line or something. Yeah, like, like I'm sorry, I don't know y'all. Y'all don't like me. I'm telling. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. So what happened after McDonald's? You quit. I quit. Worked at a Halloween store and Plymouth <laughs> meeting. You know how you know Plymouth meeting mall. Yeah, you're all over like Philly. A, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Plymouth meeting mall is uh, a white suburb. I say that because yes. I've never seen any black people there. Um, so I worked at Spirit of Halloween, which was nice. a seasonal store, but they ended up being all year round. All we, all I did was just like steal shit, <laughs> like for all your like, costuming. Like now I think about not even costumes. Like once kids in high school found out I worked there, they wanted goofy shit. So they're yeah. like, "Yo, can you get me that voice changer from Scream?" <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, they had that. And yeah. then I would just take it, go to school, and then sell it. Nice. Like, I was definitely a criminal. Now, <laughs> like, I'm glad that I'm like, it's like years have passed and they can't say shit. <laughs> but definitely would let my friends come in and steal because the people that worked there, even the manager was our, like, not our age, but she was in her, like, 20s. She don't give a fuck. Right. So she's just I let letting people. She's like not too much. Like she's like not to the point where <laughs> when it's time to do inventory, <laughs> it just looks ridiculous. Like if your friend coming here and they need some fake blood or whatever, <laughs> cool. And the thing is, there used to be like little white kids around the area that like made movies. I guess you know what I'm talking about. Like they <laughs> make like homemade films and shit, and they would come in there and they would be like buying blood and <laughs> costumes. And they'd be like, oh, man, if you see them arguing with each other, like, I don't know if we can afford it. We'd be like, take it. They'd be like, what? Yeah, for take real? it. And they'd be what? like, word, for real? And I'm like, yeah. And then they'll talk, take it shit. And I'm like, nah, but you got to pay for that. Like, <laughs> I feel like that was me. I had, like, haunted houses in my, and I'd make my brother and sister, I'd dress them up and put blood on them and be like, yeah. you're the actor in this, okay? I'm director. Yeah. See? <laughs> If you would have known me when I was working at Spirit of Halloween, I would have got the hookup. Up. Yeah. You would have just went in there and made your movie. Also, you I'm sorry, but if, if a Plymouth meeting Halloween store is like, we're going year round, you're just asking for people to come steal shit in July. Like, <laughs> it, just turned into a, it turned into a Christmas store, but it was still called Spirit of Halloween. <laughs> but it's so Christmas shit because it's in the, it's like in the back end of the mall. Like, That's you know, funny. that dead space where it's just like for kids kiosk and rug stores yeah. it was like back there <laughs> that's funny oh my yeah, god i quit there okay i didn't get fired i quit there um i'm trying to remember the next i'm impressed job after that. i'm impressed with how much every job you've had so far you're like i stole a bunch of shit or i lied and you have not been fired yet you have only quit you have walked out the king i've only <laughs> been power move. fired yo yeah absolutely that you gotta leave before they fire you yeah. one it helps you stack up unemployment, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because then I, like, I, if I get fired from a job, then I can't really use unemployment. I'm going to keep depleting that. So I would, like, get unemployment. I mean, I didn't get unemployment until I really needed it, until I was, like, an adult. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, shit, I could have lived off an unemployment for, like, two years? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Like, I saved it. Like, interest. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the next job after that. 
Was it? Okay, Spirit of Halloween. You were still in Philly? Still in Philly. I had plenty of jobs. I think I started doing miscellaneous jobs at the time. So one of the jobs I had was a security guard at the Rocky Steps. <laughs> like there What's was that? A, at the art museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the art museum. Rocky Steps, right. But the yeah, Rocky yeah. statue used to be at the top, and then they moved it, and when they put it at the bottom. I didn't then, know that. Then, yeah, and then they had the Philadelphia Marathon. And they they hired uh, like a bunch of security guards to like work overnight, and I was one of them. And they just, they had me at the Rocky Steps, so like <laughs> at the steps and the statue right next to it. And they were just like, yeah, just walk back and forth, make sure nobody does anything. And I was like, okay. And I would just find places to sleep because I would have to work like ten to like five in the morning. Oh and no. Nobody's well, nobody's desecrating the Rocky Steps. Nobody's coming to fucking take pictures of the Rocky statue or spray paint it. So yeah. it was like they were paying me to nap. So I would just like find little steps and go to sleep. I made friends with homeless people. And then, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to say, in that. Philadelphia, that's like the last place I would think would need, maybe the art museum needs someone, some security, but like the statue yeah. and the steps. The statue. So I just had to stand there. And I did it for like maybe like a good three weeks. And then it was just dumb because they caught me sleeping. <laughs> and it was like, I'm mad. Like, you're not allowed to sleep. And I, and I'm not going to really argue, but I'm an argumentative person. But I'm like, but I, I'm not doing anything. Like, there's not, <laughs> no one's coming. No one's vandalizing. Like, yeah. I'm, I can see if somebody shows up, like, I'm right across, like, I'm sitting on a bench looking at the, <laughs> the fucking statue. Yeah, you have time to get up. Yeah, so <laughs> I ended up leaving when I seen that check because the check was trash. Because I didn't, I still didn't understand how taxes and shit work. Uh, you know what I mean? When you're yeah. young, you just check withhold tax and it's yep. like no dependence i'm young i'm a kid and you check that shit and then you get that check like what the fuck yeah like, we just had this conversation a couple episodes ago with the bradshaw boys and they mm -hmm. were like no one taught us about taxes so when we got paid yeah. we were like why is it so much less like this yeah. is bullshit <laughs> i'm like this ain't enough to sleep like i'm sorry like i know i'm not doing shit but i can figure it out yeah I can sleep somewhere else and get paid. <laughs> i love uh, it so, so many jobs. So the next I know you job had a lot. after that. I have one question, though. Were, did you know you wanted to be a performer? Did you know you wanted to do comedy during all this? Like, or Did I want... I, I will say this. I didn't know necessarily what I wanted to do, but I would get that feeling. You watch TV and you go, oh, I want to do that one day. Mm -hmm. You see people performing like stand-up. You're like, oh, that'd be cool to do that one day. But like, it didn't hit me. Until I was like, I I'll say like maybe 18, 19, and I'm like like still in foster care at this time, but I'm living with this lady. This is one of my last foster homes, and we're watching comedy on BET. And mm -hmm. she says to me, she's like, I can see you doing something like that. She's like, I can see you doing this and going off to do other stuff. So she was like, try it. If you don't do anything else in life, try it. And I was like, okay. And then it's just like one ear and not the other. And then... Um, I was sitting on my friend's step and it was just like in the middle of the summer. We didn't have no fucking jobs. We was just broke. <laughs> and I'm sitting on the steps early in the morning. Trash truck goes by and the comic who was on the show was on the back of the trash truck working. And I was like, yo, what's up? Hey, I watch you on TV. You're amazing. And he was ignoring me and shit. Oh my but God. Then I just kept 
like draw like basically in Philly they call that drawing when you just keep doing it you're being yeah. a fanboy you're just overdoing it <laughs> and I did and finally he was like hey man thank you man I appreciate it yo cool and then I was like shit I know and like looking back I'm like he was probably embarrassed cause, cause he, he was, was on TV and right. he's a trash truck dude but to me I was like oh that shit is real you can really pursue that and like go be on TV and like be a regular person you yeah. gotta be famous and then at 22, I was like, I'm going to do this shit. <laughs> and now you look back and you're like, fuck, I thought he was so famous and he still had a side job. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yo, right? I was like, but he was a B. I'm telling you, though, I think he only kept the job for the benefits because he mm-hmm. was a B. Like, he was the one of the funniest people in Philly. Yeah. Like, one of the funniest comedians where people, he show up and people like, can, am I going before? Can I go before him? Sure. He can close it out. Yeah. And he was one of those comics. Nice. I love that. I love that that was like your inspiration. You like saw that. So when did you just need to see? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm about to say, I think just seeing a person like that's not on TV, like just seeing somebody achieve it and they're right there. Just there's all you need sometimes. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, I want to be an astronaut. But if you don't know no fucking astronauts or you ain't never see an astronaut in life, you don't think it's real. Yeah. But I've seen a comic in real life working a job and I'm like, I'm going to do this shit. Mm-hmm. Man. I like that. That's yeah. inspiring. I feel like so many people don't like I love when when celebrities tell their stories. Like, you yeah. know, when you hear comics are like, I worked this until my 30s because like, yeah. Stand-up gigs, yeah, they're great. But if you're not on the road all the time and doing, mm-hmm. you know, and writing like for other TV shows or whatever, like it's not like you have an income all the time as yeah, a comedian. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta hustle, as we know. You gotta have a hustle. You gotta have a hustle in you. You gotta have a yeah. You have to have twenty jobs to be a yeah. comedian. No. <laughs> I love it. So when did you? So what was next? What was, I like? I love this journey you're taking us on. Philadelphia, um, the Lincoln Financial Field when the when the Eagles play and like the Army Navy games and shit like that. Oh wow! I did that, and I would have to sell beers, but I wasn't the guy who walked up and down. I was just I worked at the one of the food court areas. Okay, so I would just like give out beers and shit like that. It's harder to steal from there because they count that shit. <laughs> I bet they count the hot dogs, the buns, the chips. Yeah, how many bags of popcorn? How many like bags of like uh, bags that you had to pop and shit like that? Like mm-hmm. everything, they know exactly how many cups of cake produce. <laughs> so. It was hard to steal from that job. Yeah. Also, there's so many cameras in the stadiums and stuff. Yo, like, you can't fuck around. Only job I never stole from. Like, yeah. I paid for all my lunches. <laughs> nice. All my lunches. But, like, yeah, I, I like when they I like when they close up, too. If it's, like, 4.59 and they're, like, we close at 5, it's, like, done. Like, we don't care who you are. Yeah, yeah, we absolutely. close, we open, and that we do our job and we leave. So many arguments. I didn't get in any arguments because I would just like kind of walk away and just ignore people. <laughs> but like so many people argue like, yo, y'all set your clothes at this time. I was like, I'm sorry. The machines is off. The machines are never off. Yeah. Like, I like how they tell that lie. Sorry, the machines can't get you no beer. It's off. It's like, word, you turned it off. Where the fuck is the switch? Right. I know. And they're all drunk because they're like sitting there angry about some game. And Yep. <laughs> so many fights. I've seen it's just the people. Like, people take Eagle loses hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hard. 
Yeah. Yeah. Growing up with Philly teams, like the Philly sports scene is like mm-hmm. ugly. I feel like they're oh, just, yeah. they're mean. <laughs> yeah. It's like, are you sure you love this sport? Cause it feels like you need it. Like you depend on it to get you through your day. Like you should love your family as much as you love this fucking team. It's so true. <laughs> yeah. That's why when I moved to Boston and I was like, I think I'm going to root for the Boston teams. They seem to win. People are really like <laughs> impressed with them here. They're happy. Yeah, my parents were like, okay, fine. You can, you could like the, you know, Patriots, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. So you left the stadium job. You quit that job too? I, yeah, I quit that. There was not even a quit. It's like every, that's one of those jobs where every year you got to kind of like reapply. Right. And do a reevaluation. And I was like, this shit ain't worth it. There's no perks. I can't steal. (laughs) The, The fucking check wasn't even that nice. It would be like 300 bucks every two weeks. And it's like, this shit is garbage. I love your qualifications. If I can't steal and this isn't a nice check, I'm out. (laughs) Yeah, give me one or the other. Allow me to steal to overcompensate (laughs) for what you're not paying me. Yeah. If I I can't go to work and eat, it's not a good job. Mm -hmm. If I got to spend my money at the place I work, then you ain't paying me a living wage. Yeah. So I need to steal. So that's my shit. It is bullshit. Any food. I worked in restaurants for seven years. They always gave us a discount. And I'm like, this is bullshit that I'm buying a Caesar salad for $5. How cheap are you? When you're going to throw this lettuce out at the end of the night. like Exactly. It's just some dumb control thing. And it's like, (laughs) you would have me work better for you and get better quality work Mm -hmm. out of me if you gave me a free meal. Don't let me eat whatever the fuck I want, but... A shift meal. Like, let yeah. me eat. Let me rock out. And then I feel reward. And I'm like, yeah, all right. This place takes care of me. I feel like they got my back. But if I come That's in so hungry true. and I got to leave hungry, fuck this job. I'm stealing. <laughs> yeah. The job I, I stayed at for four years, they took such good care of me. Like, meals, you know, benefits, yeah. everything. And I was like, there for four years. That that shows. That, that proves yeah. it. Absolutely. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So I left that <laughs> job. I left that job. I went to the Philadelphia Zoo. Uh, I got in trouble there a lot. That's why I really started to exercise being funny. Because I'm <laughs> okay. like, a, at that time, I'm an adult now. And okay. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I'm on my own. I'm being goofy. I'm meeting uh, the school trips that come. So you meet all ages. You meet college schools. Colleges come for yeah. shit. I was going to say that's probably come. the last time I went to the Philadelphia Zoo was like with my high school or something. Yeah, but no, the zoo be popping. Yeah. Like people be having like meetings and weddings and shit at the zoo. So you meet all sorts of people. And I would just talk to people. And I had like a young boss who just cared about his job too much. <laughs> and he'd be like, you're, you're talking to people too much. Get them in, get them out. Because I was scanning tickets. And then people were, how you doing? And I'm like, I'm well. And then I'll compliment them. I'll make a little joke. And mm-hmm. then I'll make them my, co- uh, my co-workers laugh and shit. And they're about getting them in, getting them out. Fuck that. Like stop talking to people. So he took me off that post. Because I was distracting. He made me uh, like basically be the the security guard at the hot air balloon. Because, you know, Philadelphia yeah. Zoo is known for the hot air balloon, which only goes up like once every like once a year damn near. Because if it's too windy, they don't take it up. Oh, yeah. There's like it has to be perfect weather for the hot air balloon to go up because. They, it's tethered, so like they don't want it going off too far, and then okay. they gotta like save people. So I would have to sit there <laughs> and watch the balloon and make sure kids didn't go and try to jump in it and shit. And like 
I would just go to sleep. I was just like, I would <laughs> go. Because you're not able find, to talk to people anymore. Like you were, you were working it. Yeah, I was working it, but I would like duck out of the camera and like find little places to go to sleep because the camera would point directly at the balloon. But like I moved my chair back like directly under it so you see my feet swinging. There you go. Because my thing was if they see my feet still, then they think I'm asleep. So I would kick my feet every once in a while. I'll be asleep. And then I'll like wiggle my feet. Genius. (laughs) They see my feet on camera doing this. And you was like, okay, he's up. (laughs) because <laughs> they would check in on a walkie they were like uh monroe are you on post and i'm like yeah i'm here and i'll wiggle my feet <laughs> I, did i get fighting um that's the only job i got fired from the zoo the zoo philadelphia zoo is the only job i got fired please from tell me you took that balloon up in the air or something <laughs> i wish i fucking could and it was nothing you can steal <laughs> Once again, but you can eat for free because I I got cool with the the people in the kitchen. Nice, but it'll be like little those little personal pizzas and shit. Yeah, and like chicken nuggets or wings. But he fired me because they implemented that system where you gotta do your fingerprint. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Like there's a clock like in to system. clock in. You put your hand on something. And you yeah, put your hand in there so you can't steal time anymore. Like usually you get there late. And you go, yo, can you punch in my number? Mm. And then you punch in your number. And then instead of walking through the employee's entrance where they see you and the security guard greets you and he goes, hey, what's up? And they see you on camera. Mm-hmm. I walk through the general entrance and then walk my way to the side. <laughs> and so when they're like, hey, Monroe, where are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm on post. And then he caught on to that. And you're only at the Philadelphia Zoo. You're only allowed to be like late three times mm. with no excuse. And then you get fired. So he just fucking fired me because I was late. Wow. And they, nobody can fucking scan my hand. No. Yeah, they, they caught on. I bet you weren't the only one <laughs> going through the side entrance. I was like, get, uh, I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I love when comedians, like, you know, I've talked to a lot of comics and they're always like, yeah, I was I was distracting on the job. And it's because you want, that's what you want to do. You want to stand there with a microphone and make people laugh. <laughs> Yo, I had an audience, no microphone, just a ticket scanner, just yeah. me going. Beep, hold your ticket out. Beep, look at you. Where are you from? Huh? Like, big crowd working it. Yeah, it's true. That's so fun. I was working it. Everything. I was making kids laugh, old people laugh. But my line would be the longest, though. (laughs) Like, it was ridiculously long. Like, I'm I'm not going to play victim. Yeah. Like, my line moved just as fast as everybody. No, if you was in my line, you getting spoken to. It's okay. You're not getting paid more to put people through. Yeah, like you gonna get there? They in cages. They ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the lions don't leave. <laughs> I was like, yo, what you in a rush for? It's there. <laughs> oh my god! So I want to know when's when did you make the move to New York? When were you? When did you become Monroe comedian okay, of New York? So <laughs> Monroe comedian of New York. I told you I had a lot of jobs. I, a lot of there's jobs. Still like five jobs in between that. You could tell us some more if you want. I'm a te- but I moved into New York in 2010 and my last job I was working at a at a charter elementary school in like West Philly and I was very underqualified but the thing that got me the job is I did a year at AmeriCorps. Okay. You know what AmeriCorps is so I did that mm-hmm. so when people see that they go, "Oh, okay, that's dope. Yeah, we'll give you the job and they just pay you less." But I was there and I was terrible. Like, you're supposed to, like, read to the kids, and, like, I would read to them, but I was also goofy, and I played around with them. They probably loved you. They love me, but I'm there for education. I'm supposed to be, like, like, tutoring them and helping them. 
Yeah. And I would just be there with him playing cars and puzzles like Meh! the teacher because <laughs> I was a teaching assistant and the teacher would be like Monroe because Matt they got to go to nap like they got to yeah. get down like you're hyping them up you're rallying them up so I ended up getting fired because I was just bad at that job. Oh God, I got fired from there. Wow, I, I was terrible at that job. That I, sucks. I but they much. probably told the kids like they were like, "Where's Monroe?" And he, they were like, "He had yeah. he had another job to go but to." But it was time. No, but it was time for me to get fired because I was getting better at comedy and passionate, and I was and in Philly. Mm-hmm. I was up like five nights, maybe six nights a week, and that's a lot. In that Philly. is a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a lot so, anywhere, but yeah. Yeah, and I was getting funny, and I was working at, I was hosting at the Laugh House, working my way up to the feature. I was in Helium here and there, maybe mm-hmm. like do guest spots on people's shows, and I was already like traveling a little bit. And the teacher I was working under, she was like, "I heard you're a comic," and she <laughs> no, but she was being condescending, and I'm like, "No, like I thought you knew." She was like, "No, I remember you told me you did comedy, but." People are saying they seen you and they saying you're funny and they saying you're a, com- a comedian. I'm like, yeah, I am. She's like, you're serious about it? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, so why are you here? Like, you're young, you're 20. I'm like 26 at the time. She's mm-hmm. like, young, you're 26. If that's what you want to do, put your time into that. You don't care about this. You're not good at this. <laughs> she was like, so go do that. You're young. Go fail. Don't call. And she said this one thing because her husband's like a, uh, was a jazz musician. She was like, my husband's a jazz musician. He's not a teacher. He don't do anything else except that thing. That's his profession. Mm-hmm. And everything he does around that is affiliated with that. If he makes music for other people and scores, that all his money is coming from playing instruments. So you're not a comedian until that's your way of life and then i got fired maybe like a month after that wow. and instead of applying for another job you know Derek, Derek gains yeah, yeah yeah you know Derek gains a comic mm-hmm. one of my best friends he was like come to come to new york and i'm like really he's like yeah you can sleep on my recliner and i <laughs> literally just broke my lease the lady was cool and she was like yeah you're good you can go I just moved all my shit to New York, which wasn't a lot, mm-hmm. and slept on this recliner for like maybe like a year. Oh my god! Yeah, I love yeah, this yeah. though. I love that that teacher gave mm-hmm. you that advice because it's so true. Not a lot of you know. So many people are like, "Well, you need to have a survival job, yeah. and you need to do this, and you need to, and you yeah. do to a degree, but you can do stuff all in your field if you, you really, can. really I look didn't for understand it." Understand that until I really didn't understand it until I really like moved in New York. And when I was in New York, I did odd jobs, but I never had a job. I may have passed out flyers or mm-hmm. like, like dog walk, but everything came from comedy. Mm-hmm. Like everything came from me being funny. And I was like, that's what the fuck she's talking about. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I like, when oh. I lost my last like day job, I was like, yeah. I'm not going back. Like I'll yeah. do any weird gig or temp job. I won't be permanent yeah. anywhere that's not like creative or whatever. Yeah. Like, Because you understand the same amount of energy you put into filling out an application, getting ready for this audition, which is an interview, you can be doing that. You can be putting that energy into your podcast or making videos or applying for writing jobs and shit. Yeah. Things that you enjoy a little bit more than waiting on people and shit. So I was like, nah. She said that. It hurt, but it made sense. Yeah. Because Philly, nobody really encouraged me in Philly to like, Mm-hmm. Like I had some people, I'm not going to say that I didn't have everybody in my life who was like, you can't do it. But I had people who were like, nah, that shit is ridiculous and that's why you should go do it. Mm-hmm. And for her, a person who she 
was a teacher for like 30 years. <laughs> and for her to be like, nah, go do that. Like, go go do that. You'll be yeah. fine. If that's truly what you want to do, you'll make it work. Yeah. And like, yeah. Her husband. Well, music is the same way. And, you mm-hmm. know, so that was yeah. cool that she had that perspective. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So you came to New York. You're sleeping on Derek's couch. <laughs> came to New York, sleeping on Derek's couch. Um, what were some yeah, weird odd jobs you did? I want to know. Weird odd jobs here, because the weird odd jobs here were I moved wood for this <laughs> guy. I found it on I found it on Craigslist. It was like twenty dollars an hour. This guy, like he's an artist, he takes like repurpose, he takes like wood and metal and repurpose it and shit like that. <laughs> so he was looking for a bunch of people to help him move the wood, put it on the truck, and take it to his um, like studio so he can like do his shit. Mm-hmm. So we show up, it's me and my boy Menuhin, and there's like a bunch of other strangers. <laughs> we show up, and it's a junkyard. And he gives us gloves, but these little thin ass fucking latex gloves. <laughs> and we're like, to hold wood. wood. <laughs> yeah, and I'm being dainty. I don't care. I'm not getting no splinters. So I'm picking up light shit. I'm going, <laughs> putting it in the truck. And like, I'm painting, like, he'll tell you the wood. He'll go and look. And be like, no, not, one, not that one. That one's too rotten. I like the way that looks. Because he was looking for certain looks. And like wood grain and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So and like certain metals and the way it rusts. And you just pick shit up. He'd like grab that, and grab that. <laughs> and like we were grabbing and we would toss it on the truck. And he started getting mad. Like don't toss it on the truck. And he just started talking to us like disrespectful. Oh god! And then, like people were like just dealing with it. And I was like, yo, you don't gotta talk to me like that. Like I'm already <laughs> moving to this bullshit. You don't gotta talk to me like that. And then. He said something, and I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm out. Just give me my money. And he was like, well, you didn't work the the whole day. And I'm like, well, it's $20 an hour, so I was here for two hours, so give me my 40 bucks. And then I took my money, and then the other people started going, yeah, fuck that. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'll take 60, and I'm out. <laughs> yeah, so my friends, it was like one dude stayed. There was one dude who stayed. Everybody else was like... Yeah, I'm sorry, homie. Can I get my money? Like, can I get? I'll take forty dollars too. And people were fine, but like, I made forty dollars. I'm out. I'm gonna go buy a sandwich. I love. It. <laughs> now you're the business person. Now you know yeah. you're like, I'm not. This isn't worth my time anymore. Yeah, this ain't worth my time, right? <laughs> I got fired from. Damn, I said I only got fired once, but I got fired a bunch of times now. I got fired from dog walking. Why? Um, well, uh, you told me you don't like your dog, so... <laughs> no, I, I love my dog, but I don't like my dog. I my got dog is annoying, but this dog... My dog is annoying. I'm but you have to, to like, like dogs to dog walk. No, I like dogs. I don't like my dog. Her personality, her neediness right now is too much. <laughs> yeah, she all dogs are laptop. fucked up from the quarantine. Yeah, she peed she on she your peed laptop. On my laptop. Like, my laptop was on the couch. Oh, and shit. she went over to it. And she peed on it. And I didn't realize until I like opened it up and I was about to work on something. I opened it up and just all this fucking water just <gasps> dripped down. And I was like, what the fuck? And oh I was my like, God. babe, you drank something? Like she was like, no. And then I took it and I smelled it. And I was like, this is fucking dog pee. Oh, no. oh my God. And I like spray it down and wipe it down. I'm like, I don't know. Why should I like that? She doesn't I like you either. Her. Yeah. I'm like, I love her, but I don't like her. She, she's annoying, but I love her. Like, I love this dog. I kiss her in the mouth. <laughs> Like, and then like she her. pees on your laptop. Yeah, I love this dog. I don't like her at all. But I do like dogs. My favorite dog is a Rhodesian Ridgeback. And I found out I what, what type is. of dog. It's a beautiful ass dog that's used to hunt lions. Wow. It's big as shit. 
and it's like hunters used to like maybe get like two or three of them and they would like corner the lion and they would like corner it and like they're big as shit too like three of them can take down a lion and they would use them to like go maul it and like yeah. get it weak and then the hunter would shoot it and they're beautiful brown golden color like this golden brown like a goddamn cookie crisp Right, you remember Kooky Chris? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Teddy Graham, like a Teddy Graham. You remember how beautiful the brown yeah. Teddy, Teddy Graham is? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it looks like that. It looks like the coat is naturally shiny, mm -hmm. and then it just got this ridge going down his back, which is basically the hair goes the opposite way. So <laughs> the hair, if the hair is going this way, the ridge is going that way. Oh, so it's this beautiful ridge that goes like a calic almost. Yeah. They're going down uh, down their back, and they're huge. I'm tall. I'm 6'5". This dog comes up to my hip. Holy shit. Half of me. I have an eight-pound poodle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm walking this dog with the boss. This is maybe like my second week walking dogs. I'm walking the dog with the boss because she just wants to see how I... Uh, this is like my first time walking the dogs on like the Upper West Side where mm -hmm. stand-up New York is. I usually walk the dogs like near the village and shit, and it's like little dogs. Mm -hmm. um, I even walked the dude from Law and Order. You know the one, the the guy with the white hair who wears the glasses, long face, Mark. He's a comedian too. Wait, Mark? Some I don't know. I don't I know his name. He used to be a comic. He was a comic a long time ago, but he has glasses. He's an older dude. Okay. Like, I walked his dog one time. He has like a cute. He had like a cute little Bichon or some shit like that. I walked this dog one nice. time. So then she wanted to see how I walked the dogs up there because they're a lot bigger and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm walking a dog with her. We're chit-chatting. I'm, You know me. I'm always going to try to like make you laugh or say something funny or whatever. I'm doing that, not really paying attention. The dog takes a shit. You know when the dog is taking a shit, it stops the pool. So I'm like waiting for the dog to take a shit. Still talking to this lady. As I'm talking to her, a lady walks by on her phone where and she steps in the dog oh, no. with like flip flops on, like she kicks it ah. and then like goes up in between her toes and shit. And she's like, no. man, like, no, she was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like for real, like about to like trying to chew me out in front of this lady. And I'm the furthest thing from being apologetic. I'm like. Yo, you, you, like, it's her watch, fault. Like, it's your She's fault. Like, you were on the phone. It's like a cartoon lady, scene of the yeah, flip flop. The lady, <laughs> it was like, she took the, she took the fucking flip flop off. The girl who is my boss was like oh, scrambling. She pulled like napkins and handkerchiefs <laughs> and shit out of her purse. And she's like helping to wipe the shit off oh, the no. and stuff. And, no. and the lady is just so like, he's an employee of yours. Like he should not be walking dogs. He does not pay attention, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking the ladies on my side. I'm thinking my boss on my side because you were talking to me the whole time. Right. Like I'm telling the jokes, but you listening. <laughs> you engaging. Mm -hmm. So you just the biggest distraction of me you causing the distraction because right. you feeding into that shit so i didn't i wasn't disrespectful but i wasn't like oh i'm so sorry i'm just kind of standing there like <laughs> you stepping shit because you were distracted right the you're on your phone dog so afterwards the lady's like don't worry like she's like that's crazy like i had nothing to ever happen like like i've never seen it happen before. that's crazy <laughs> we're laughing and shit and this is on a friday and you usually get your schedule for the week on like sunday afternoon so i'm like i'm like okay well i'll just wait to get the email sunday and she's like yeah 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 i'll send it and then uh sunday night 
I get an email from her husband that's like, hey, we're glad to have you a part of the company, but we will no longer be needing your services and this, that, and the third. And, and like, she had her husband it. do it? Yeah. It was like, that's yo. That's messed up. No. That's some. That's, that's some, fucked up. That's fucked up. Yeah. And you laugh. You was laughing at the jokes. <laughs> I can't believe yeah. that. That's that girl's fault. Yo. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry about that. You didn't, but then even you didn't do have- anything wrong. You're like totally <laughs> in the right. But I guess it was just I wasn't as accommodating as this girl was. This girl was pulling shit that I didn't know she had out of her bag. <laughs> <laughs> like, She's like, you don't carry wet wipes everywhere? I'm like, no, I got these shit bags. I came what you gave me. I yeah. came with what you gave me. As you- it should be when you are a part of a dog walking company. They, they supply the shit you need. Yes, and I was a good dog walker because I would actually walk the dog. And I have friends that didn't walk the dogs. Like friends yeah. that would like take the dog around the block. Like I'm like, I get to be out and and like I bring my laptop with me. I fucking write some jokes down. <laughs> and then I'll just like have the dog like, I wouldn't tie it to shit. But I'll have like the leash like tied to my arm or something <laughs> like that. So the dog pulled, it's pulling me and I'm yeah. aware. I took care of these goddamn dogs. Yeah, I'm sorry. I hope they watch your comedy now and they're like, I hope so too. That dog walker, he's successful now. (laughs) He's successful. And he has a dog that he treats well. (laughs) And if somebody steps in that dog shit, it's on them. It's on them. It really is. We have, you'll love this. We have a neighbor Mm -hmm. and I've only, I've never seen him like face to face really. But I, or I have, but he doesn't clean up his dog's shit. And I know oh. what dog it is. And I've seen, and I've seen the shit all over the sidewalk. And yeah. and I finally figured out, or maybe Jared did, we figured out like what apartment he lives in or whatever. Yeah. And I think like he was walking his dog and I looked down and from the window, I was like, clean your dog shit up. Like I waited all <laughs> pandemic and I was like, clean it up, asshole. And I was like, oh, I got him. And my boyfriend's yeah. like, why are you yelling no? at a man across the street? <laughs> <laughs> Did he pick it up or no? No, he like looked around and like, you know, he does that like, like fake in the pocket and then are like, you know, oh, like, oh, I don't I have any bags. Bag. Like, yeah. You forgot it like, damn, shit, man. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Next time. I've picked up my dog shit with leaves before, so I don't leave it on the, if I don't oh, have a bag. passion and shit. Nah, I'm try- I, you know, I try. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or I'll bury it. I'll like kick it and bury it. Yeah, just move it to the side. Yeah. If it was like, shit, I don't got anything I need. Let me just... <laughs> Yeah. Walk around it real quick. (laughs) So after all these jobs, I want to know what was like the moment when you were like, oh, I'm really killing it as a comedian right now. I mean, you've done a lot of shows. You've done TV. Like, was there something you booked that you were like, oh, my God, I don't need to walk dogs. I don't even need to worry about that. No, Well, we I like saying the phrase, you know, the phrase that when they be like, you get it from the mud. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I got it from the mud. My work ethic made me comfortable because um. Mm -hmm. I wasn't on TV or anything like that, but I was able to, like, I, a friend of mine was doing colleges, so I opened, I was opening up for him, and he was paying me chicken scratch, but I didn't care, because what I was doing was, I was getting re- good reviews from the school, and then mm-hmm. his agent was like, hey, do you want to submit for NACA or go out to schools on your own? And then once I said yes to that, I was like, comedy is my hustle i'm not doing anything else because now that i know how to get a job in comedy yeah i'm not a hustle i know how to keep moving forward so that's kind of how it happened like i was used to pass out flyers for metro pcs and shit like that but mm-hmm. like my first solo college gig i was like i'm not doing that other shit anymore yeah and i just would apply myself so i would do the knackers or and i'm talking about knackers was bullshit too 
I'm talking about like you get. You ever do a NACA before? Mm-hmm. I've oh, never done like, college. You know I've heard of it, but I've never done you the college. Definitely, you should definitely do colleges. I'm saying this, like HQ and all that shit. Like you should. I do like it. doing it. I bet you'll make a killing. I'm talking six thousand dollars. A like, show. You will make money. Yeah. Fuck. Air fa- like they fly you out there. They put you up, and you only got to be on stage for an hour. I don't even know how to how to apply. I'm gonna have to ask you. After, yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking money, and I wasn't even getting that type of money. I was getting like eight hundred dollars of college, but I was getting like eight hundred bucks of college. Um, Still good. I would have to fly. <laughs> yeah, I would have to fly myself out, and I would have to put myself up. But I don't give a shit where I'll stay. So I'll stay at shitty hotels. I'll take the cheapest ticket there. Mm-hmm. Or if you have like a friend in like the area percentage. or something. Yeah. yeah. You give your agent a percentage, or you get as uh, you pay a comic or a friend of yours who can drive, and you get there. And once I figured out how that worked, I was like, "That's the hustle." Yeah. So that made me feel comfortable to be like, "I'm a comic. I get what this lady's talking about. Like, I, I know mm-hmm. how to make comedy. I know how to get money off of being funny." Yeah, you know I mean? that's amazing. Like, oh, this is real. Yeah. And then I started getting on TV and shit, but I felt comfortable before that. Yeah. Right. But also, you were doing Florida. it enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you were doing it enough that, like, now doing it back in New York, you're like, well, I do this all the time. This is my job. So yeah. it's my yeah. job tonight. You know, so many people, I think, are like, I'm a comic. And it's like, but you're not doing you're not doing comedy stuff all the time. You're doing other jobs. So then when you have that one yeah. audition for that TV spot or whatever, you're like, you psych yourself mm-hmm. out. Like, you were preparing yeah. this whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I was preparing this whole time on the stand-up side and that, and that mm-hmm. part, but now I'm kind of learning the the audition part and stuff now, like how to really like put that time in to get in the role. Because I would just walk in there and just be like, "Hey," and they'd be like, "Yeah, no," and I'm like, "Okay," but now <laughs> I don't care. I'm like, "No, I kind of want to do it. I want to act." So now I'm like, "All right, let me respect it." Yeah. yeah, comedians are good actors. I always like when comedians act. Like, yeah. Even in dramatic I, roles, I'm like, oh, they're good. They know how to I be feel, Yeah, sad. I actually feel like that. I feel like comedians are way better dramatic actors than, than comedic actors. And serious actors are way better fucking comedic actors. Mm-hmm. Like when you see it in like a serious actor be funny, you like, I couldn't do that shit. Yeah, because they don't, Cause, they're not trying as hard. Like comedians yeah. will be like, I'm going to try and be so funny in this right now. Yeah. And it's like, no. No. And I think they trust the writer. I think the actor trusts the, mm-hmm. the writer where a comic and we're like, no, we're the we know what funny is. This shit you wrote ain't funny. So yeah. then we add what we think is funny and they're like, No, we didn't want that. It's like <laughs> every commercial audition, right? Yeah. When you're like, Do it I'll do this my own way. And they're like, That's they're not like, the we script. Didn't, we didn't ask you to do it your own way. We know what the fuck we want. That's <laughs> true. oh my god it's so true um well this was great you gave everybody so much advice i mean like you really are proof that like if you put your mind to what you want to do you know it's gonna come in all different ways right like you're gonna be in a college in the middle of the country and you're like what the fuck am i doing here but i'm doing comedy i'm making money and absolutely you gotta count your blessings that's the i i grew up with that in the back of my mind like shit is shit can be worse but if you if you're doing something on the path of the shit that you actually want to do like you know what i mean like yeah. people are like i want to act but then they get opportunities to do small shit and they look down at them and it's like then you don't want to act then yeah you want to do something else you want to be famous or you want to be rich but you don't want to do the art no so true 
So are you doing shows right now? I mean, now, now oh, we're... I've been doing shows and I'm vaccinated. I've been doing shows. Now I'm vaccinated. Yeah. And just to, yeah, I'll let everybody know that just so they can feel comfortable. When Congrats. people are like, how you doing? I'm like Johnson & Johnson. That's how I'm doing. <laughs> That's what Ellen just got. I got Johnson yeah. & Johnson. Yo, fist bump. Boom. I got Pfizer. I'm, One and I'm done. Pfizer. half vaccinated. Yeah. Half vaccinated. I'm going to do it real quick then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been doing rooftop shows. Mm-hmm. I've been doing park shows. When the pandemic first hit, I was like really out in them streets. And that's why I got the scooter because I didn't like showing up everywhere sweaty. Yeah. And and I don't like driving that much because we got a car and I don't fucking like driving that much. So I was like, I'm going to get the scooter. I'm going to be in and out. And I used to be at the stand. You know what a stand is? Mm-hmm. I used to be at the stand for my crib in Queens in 35, 40 minutes. On the I'm scooter. Talking about wow. Out. You don't yeah. understand how fast 20 miles per hour is when <laughs> you don't have to obey traffic laws. Yeah. Where you're like, I'm going to go on the sidewalk. I'm going to go on this bike lane. Like I was out yeah and then, it's so, it's funny you say that because i'm so yeah, stressed about know. like going to show i it was tra- i did a couple of the rooftops and i did the park and everything and i'm like how do i get there because i wasn't taking the subway so i was like yeah. oh man an uber is gonna be twice as much as what my spot pays mm-hmm. tonight like this yeah. sucks <laughs> you gotta get a scooter uh, anna get yourself a scooter or a bike that's what i was doing are you back I on the scooter that that's a real no, question. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not back on the scooter. I've been driving or taking the train now, but yeah. it's getting nice out, so I'm about to break out the bike. But yeah. I'm not going to do the bike to spot, but I'll, I'm not afraid to get on the train. But I'm in these streets, basically, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm everywhere yeah. right now. Well, I hope I see you on a show sometime soon or somewhere will, in person. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, you will. Um, we out there. We're out there. We're out there. All right, so tell everyone where they can find you, where they can see all your stuff. You can find me, MonroeMartinComedy.com. That's where a lot of my stand-up clips are because some of them are like, you, like I couldn't like put them on YouTube. So they're on my website if you want to see my stand-up. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook at MonroeMartinIII. It's Monroe Martin the third. It's not Monroe Martini. I'm not fancy. It's we kind of are. I'm not fancy. Ain't nothing fancy about me. I like ramen and tuna fish mixed together. That is the least fancy you can be. (laughs) Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on. You're the best. And uh, I love that we still do our BuzzFeed show together from from afar. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's fun. I have a good time. I know. Me too. Um, All right. That's it. That's another episode of Unemployed. Guys, go listen to the rest of them. Go like Monroe. Go follow him. He's so funny. I've seen his stand up and uh, and you're missing out if you haven't followed him already and go follow unemployed podcast on twitter on instagram and uh we'll see you next time peace bye right now i just want to take a moment to thank everybody who has supported our patreon this is your shout out right here from me tons of love and if you haven't checked out our patreon all of our videos go up there sometimes i just write fun things because i feel like it and it's just a really nice way to support us at unemployed and you know so we can keep this thing going we do it for nothing we do it for fun we do it for you to listen to so definitely check out the patreon and right now huge shout out to our patrons bill horton chi of Steel, Danielle McCartney, Lori Jackson, Jeannie Logan, we got Joe Galati, Chris Arneson, Jordan Lucero, Oscar Yuen, Ken Levin, and Vic Terry. Thank you so much. You have no idea how much it means to us, and I appreciate you, and I see you, and I love you. <laughs> <laughs>